What's up, you filthy scoundrels, and welcome back to the Scoundrel Outpost. I'm Tony. And I'm Cheska. And, and we're, we're the, the Galaxy's Edge scoundrels. scoundrels. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Star Wars content coming to Disney+. Plus. We're also going to be discussing boarding passes. Are they fair or aren't they? We'll touch on the price hikes for Disney. And we'll be talking about the difference between Disney bounding and cosplaying. Welcome back and let's get to it. All right. So coming out Friday, February 21st is the final season of Clone Wars. The seventh season. Yep. The final season of Clone Wars. And I'm super excited. Can't wait. I know everyone who has watched the Clone Wars season is super excited to finally see how it all ends and ties into uh, episode three. It's going to be amazing. But um, also with Star Wars shows shows on Disney+, Plus, we all know by now and have heard the Obi-Wan series is slightly delayed. Um, but it's still in the works. Well, just the filming is delayed. Um, the, As far as I understand it and have seen, and from what um, has been said in interviews, <clears throat> as far as the release date, that hasn't changed. It's just the filming date changed because they're working on the scripts, which is cool. Hey, make it as good as you can. That's all. As, as long as they're, they're, they're working on it, I don't care. I'm just excited to see it. Um me personally, I'm looking forward to the Mandalorian coming back. Yep. In October. I can't wait. This October. I can uh, you safe to say we're going to get plenty more Mandalorian. Yeah, we're going to get um, quite a few seasons. I've heard one. something like 5 seasons at least. Oh, but we'll cool. see. Um and then Cassie and Andor uh series um is in the works It's for sure starting to film um soon. Which is dope. Super excited for that. Mainly because I really want to see um, the gritty side of the Rebels. And like, you we kind of got a little bit of that in Rogue One. Where we kind of saw how Cassian like has to do things that he may not necessarily be proud of. But he has to do it. But he has to do it. And maybe we'll get to see that. Um, and see how him and K2... K2SO came to be, you know? See their little backstory. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And it's great that we're getting K2SO back because Alan Tudyk played the hell out of K2SO and K2SO is probably one of the best droids of all time, um, in my opinion. If you disagree, that's cool. But, you know, I wouldn't want to be backhanded by K2SO. It doesn't (laughs) look pleasant. Just saying. So let's talk about boarding passes. Are they fair or aren't they fair? Well, I've seen a lot of debate going on um, online. And in my honest opinion, and I can only, I understand that everyone's experience is different. But fuck yeah, they're fair. Are you kidding me? I think it's fair. It's fair game. It, I, okay, this is why I think it's fair. First off. I don't like waiting. I would if I had to. I would wait. wait for I'd hours. wait the entire day to get on <laughs> Rise of Resistance. I wouldn't do all that, but do I want to do that though? Hell no, because I want to go enjoy the rest of 
Galaxy's Edge and the rest of Disney. That's mm-hmm. the whole reason I'm going to theme park. I'm not going for just one ride. Yeah. I want to see everything else. That one ride, I want to get on it, though. Oh, everybody does, yes. But to me, for you to think that the boarding pass system is unfair and it, it would be better to stand in line, like you're magically going to get on the ride if you should, like, oh, if we get rid of the boarding, because this, this is my thought process. If you get rid of the boarding pass system, that's not going to change the fact that you have to get there early. No. Because ride capacity is only so much. Yeah. And I don't care if you get there at like 8.45. You're still going to be behind five thousand people trying to wait in line and that line's gonna wrap all the way into out of galaxy's edge into the haunted mansion (laughs) past haunted mansion like that's gonna be the world's longest line for no reason i honestly me i love the boarding pass system because you can just enjoy your day until it's your time and also i don't understand why people say it's hard it's really not there's nothing hard about okay it one yeah you got to wake up early that's that's probably the hardest part. That's the hardest part. For me, that's the hardest part. Yeah, it's it, that little moment, the three minutes before eight o'clock, it's and stressful. then the and the first forty five seconds after eight o'clock. That's the most stressful part of the day. It is, but if you plan ahead, make sure you have make sure you're in a spot. Make sure you're first off in the in the park before before park open at least for Disneyland. Now, I'm I'm only going to speak about Disneyland because... We haven't been to Hollywood Studios yet. And everything I've seen about Hollywood Studios is honestly, that's a mess. I'm just going to say it. But uh, once, I mean, it's been open long enough and people have been going long enough that you can easily research how to do it. It's not like... Yeah. It's been a month now. Yeah. Today or tomorrow. So, at least for Disneyland... All you have to do, get there before it opens at 8 or 9, be inside the park, open your, um, make sure when you scan your ticket in, you close out the app and then reopen it. Don't be on the Disney Wi-Fi or any Wi-Fi for that matter. Don't be on any Wi-Fi. Go to a place that has great reception. There's plenty of places there that do have great reception. There's a spot we go every single time. And it works every single time. Then be prepared. Watch on your. Uh, don't open the app at eight o'clock. I've seen that's, some people do that, but that's, like, that's crazy. That's you're just waiting know. for the app to crash on you. That's it. Already have the app open. They have a refresh feature for a reason, and that refresh fe- refresh feature works. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, be quick. And I understand that everyone says, oh, it's a lottery system. There's a difference between a lottery system and that if you show up at five in the morning to try to get in the park and someone shows up at uh, 7.30 and is able to get in the park before eight and they get a boarding pass because they're faster than you. It's not necessarily a lottery system. It's that you woke up super early and you didn't open the app fast enough and you got screwed. It happens. I mean, mm-hmm. 
it can happen. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's unfair. That's your fault for getting there super early in the morning. Right? Yeah, and Disney doesn't encourage people to come. Like, And even if you get there early. super early in the morning, you're still not getting Might in not until they open you. the gates. Yeah. So... The last, the first time we went opening day, that was different because no one knew how it was going to work. We all went super early. We got there at four thirty. Yeah, yep. because no one knew how it was going to work, and we all thought it was going to work like Hollywood Studios, where, where they would let people come, in early, and it was serve. first come first serve. Man, I'm and be wrong. thank goodness Disneyland didn't do that. I much prefer it um, not starting until park open eight or nine. That makes it way easier. Because now we Give usually a fair shot. We get there a little. We get there early enough so we can get some breakfast. We get to the park usually what? We get in the gates at least six thirty, seven. Mm-hmm. So maybe an hour before open, which is what we would normally do for rope drop anyway. Then we get in line. We're in the park by seven forty-five. Around seven fifty-five, they do rope drop. Everyone sprints like psychopaths over to Galaxy's we Edge, walk. <laughs> and we slowly walk to our spot. We all wait until like 7.57, we get on the app, and then we do our little swipe down, refresh, back out, join boarding group, and it works every time, and we haven't got one above 31 31 yet. And and it's not just us that's done it. We've had family members go, do the same method we did. We've had mutual mutual friends go, do the same method we did. We had people that we told about it go and test it, and they did the same way we did, and they've all gotten under 31. So it's not that hard, and it definitely ain't a lottery system if everyone that does it a certain way is getting the boarding passes and not getting super high ones. So yeah, I totally think it's fair. It's, it's not that. And I understand where people are coming from, where they're like, well, what about the people vacationing for the first time? Or that this is the only time they're going to go this year or in a lifetime? Well, I'm sorry, but if it's the only time you're going somewhere... You should probably plan ahead. And look into it. And look into it. Because it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not about to go on a vacation and not know what's going on. Especially if I'm trying to go to ride a specific ride Mm -hmm. because I know it's open and that's a part of my trip. And that has to be a part of your trip. And you can't tell me that no one has the, the thought process to go... Ooh, I've heard it's pretty crazy. Let me look into it a little bit. Also, it takes literally like five minutes to look it up and figure out what to do. At least get the the basics of what to do. There's plenty of tutorials on YouTube and and there's plenty. There's a whole bunch of stuff on what not to do. There's oh my gosh, there's a bunch of people failing. What not to do? So there's there's a lot of there's. It's a lot of information. There's a lot of there. information out there that makes it so it's not as hard as what people are making it out to be. Like if you show up late, that's on you. Like I have no remorse at all. If you show up like I did it one Saturday. Yeah. I was trying to me and my brother were thought we were being slick because we didn't we didn't we weren't too far from Disney. We were like, ah, we'll get there. Whatever. We'll show up at seven. Yeah. We'll show up at seven. We'll show up at seven. So we didn't leave the house until like six forty five. And then traffic was super backed up. So we didn't even get into the parking garage until like or 745. And we were like, eh, we're good. We're just not go. That's fine. 
And you know what? We knew that it was our fault because we didn't even get to the park in time. Now, if you get into the park and you're in the park on time and like your phone crashes, that would suck. But that's what happens when thousands of people get on one app yeah. at the same time. It may happen to you, but there's things you can do to mitigate that happening to you. Like not opening the app super late, having it open, refreshing, making sure you have good reception, going to... Make sure play- you have all four of those bars. All, yeah, make sure you have full matters. bars. So I don't think that it's unfair at all. I really don't. And it looks like it's here to stay for a while. It ain't going... It's, it's not going, not going anywhere because the, the crowd sure hasn't died down. Even and I don't think it's dying down anytime soon. It's been crazy soon. on the weekdays from what I've seen. Yeah. But on the plus side, they're really getting through the, At the least, groups. Yeah, especially for Disneyland. They got up to 150-something Yeah, 150-something. Which is great considering 81 is really like the, the cutoff. 81 is the cutoff that you'll definitely get on the ride for the day. You're supposed, supposed to definitely to, get on the ride. But I don't think I've ever seen it get below 81 in, in, in Disneyland. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I can't recall. And and it's been averaging at least 110, 120. And so now it's getting better and better and it's only going to improve because it's only been about a month. Yeah, it's only been about a month, month and that month. ride is so damn advanced, so when something breaks down, I big props to the teams that work on that because wow. That would be insane because not only do you have to fix whatever the the one thing that went down is but it's whatever goes down is going to throw off everything else because everything's super timed Mm -hmm. so it's pretty amazing but i don't think that it's unfair i really don't and you and you guys are more than welcome to disagree i welcome your disagreements i i would love to hear them so you can comment uh or tweet us at GE Scoundrels. Tweet us and tell us why we're wrong. I will probably respond to you saying, well, I will I will listen to your statement and I will tell you why I think that you may feel that way and why I don't. But uh, one thing I won't do and one thing we won't do is bash anybody for having different opinions for us no. than us because, hey, we all have Everybody's different opinions. We all have different different experiences. Opinion. So we understand that you may not agree with us, and that's perfectly fine. We may not agree with you, and that's perfectly fine. But in the end of the day, we all want to go to Galaxy's Edge and ride the same ride. Why? Because it's awesome. Pretty much. Right. Woo boy. I could have swore that they weren't going to hike the prices at Disney. Not for a little bit, at least. Not for a little bit, at least. But it makes sense. But Disney did hike their prices. The prices went up. And man, Disney needs to hire me so I can keep going to, <laughs> <laughs> to Galaxy's Edge. No, but um, yeah, the prices went up. And the way tickets work changed a little bit. It was on what, a three-tier system Yeah, it was before. a three-tier system. Now it's on a five-tier system. Which 
for different hey. depending on what different days of yeah the what week. different days you go which makes sense i mean it's extremely crowded and that's the way that they want to um keep it mitigate the crowds a little bit yeah. um with the price hike I am like everyone else, where I don't know when the price hikes will stop, and or if they ever do. Well, they have to They're because have at to, some yeah. point, everyone's going to be priced out of Disney. Yeah, that scares me. But I don't think I don't. I just I have faith that that won't happen because obviously, at some point, somebody's going to be like, "Yo, it's getting a little." It's, it's, we're up there now. Let's go yeah. ahead and uh. Let's do something else to mitigate the crowds for a bit. Um, but I picked the wrong time to not renew my pass because now I have to <laughs> renew it with the new price hike for the um for the pass, which isn't it's it's not too bad. Um, but see about all the passes went up a bit. Um Starting with the yeah, not not too bad. Um, so starting with the Disney uh, Southern California Select Passport, um, that that pass went up. Looks like it went up twenty bucks, which isn't too bad. Um, so per year instead of three ninety nine, now it's at four nineteen. Um. And then the Disney Flex Passport, which is the next high one, which is the new pass they had just come out with. It was previously um, $599. Now it's $649. And then you get up to the uh, Deluxe Deluxe Passport. That was sitting at $799. That jumped up to $829. And then the Disney Signature was at 1149 and now it's 1199 And this is all for Disneyland, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's just Disneyland slash California Adventure. Yeah. And then our passport that we currently have, the Disney Signature Plus passport, was, origi- uh, was originally 1399 so $1,399, and went up to 1449 Um and then the Premier Passport, which we both had at one point. Which was glorious. It was so nice. Um, if you don't know, don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, if you don't know, the Premier Passport um, allows you to go to Disneyland and Disney World. So it's like the Disneyland uh, Signature Pl- uh, Plus Passport and then the Walt Disney World Platinum Plus Passport. So you get both parks in one. Um, now, back way back in the day... When we first got it, it was like what fifteen hundred bucks. No, that when I first got it, it was one thousand eleven dollars. Yeah, one thousand eleven dollars. Then it went up it to like one thousand thirty nine, and then they raised it even more. And the last time I paid for it, because I had it three times. Yeah, was fifteen fifteen hundred, and that's the time I had it. Fifteen fifty. Yeah, last time I had it back in twenty seventeen. And and then before this current price hike, it was up to one thousand nine hundred and forty nine dollars. Now that took the biggest jump and is now $2,119. So if you're trying to, if you are somebody who um, travels between Florida and California California often and you go to um, Disneyland and Disney World multiple times, that might be the um, pass. That's definitely the pass for you. But the thing with that pass 
for the most part, um, well, I guess it, it might still be the same. Originally, when you bought that pass, you had to pay it all up front. Before you use it. Before you use it, yeah. you had to, Before you went to, like... Before you went to a park. To, before you went to either California or Florida or vice versa, like, the pass had to be paid... Paid off in full. In full. So there's no, like, actual payment plan on that one. But at the time, you could have the lower pass and then just add to it, but it needs to be completely paid off before you enter the park. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just save it up. Save it yeah. up 24 and just... But that, if you're planning a trip and you live in one of the, if you live close to Disneyland or, or Disney World and you frequent those parks often, but you're planning a trip to the other park and you know you're going to be there for a long time, you can always look at whether or not that pass is going to be the right option for you based mm-hmm. upon how much your trip is going to cost. Um, but it did go up. Quite, quite a, a bit. bit so who knows <laughs> if it's a less less than um a 10-year period because i bought my pass in 2014 yeah so in in less than 10 years it went up what 600 bucks almost yeah yeah so oh yeah good old price hikes oh are... single day prices look you oh might if gosh. you live if you live if we're just speaking about disneyland now if you live in california and you go to disneyland often or more than once get a pass because there is no point if you're going more than once to pay for a one-day ticket if you get a one-day ticket right now for just a single park as an adult it's 154 dollars yeah so if you want to park on a on on a peak day which is pretty much every day right now pretty much every day yeah but if if you want to go to both parks, be prepared to spend two hundred and nine dollars. Yeah, as an it's, adult, that's for one one day. Ten and up. both parks, that's the highest tier is two hundred and nine dollars for the busy days, and which is going to be most of the times that then you're probably going to. Child, go. if you wanted to get a a one day park hopper, it's two hundred and one dollars from ages three to nine. For ages three to nine. Now, if you live in Southern California, you can get the SoCal. Um, deal that's going on right now which is three to in it ends in like march or may 21st yeah. it ends in may 21st it's a really nice deal so and you can get out. three days for 67 dollars so it comes out it's one one park per day and you get extra magic hours with it and so you get um for 199 dollars you get yeah. three days which is cheaper than it's than a one it's day 40 dollars more than a one day one park pass yeah. pretty much so it benefits you if you live in Southern California to pay attention to what kind of SoCal deals they do have or get a pass. Um, and then also the Max Pass just went up too. Yeah, the Max Pass went up $5. It went up $5. It it originally, when it came out in 2017, I believe it was $10. Mm-hmm. And then they raised it. Now it's 20. Now it's 20 bucks. Honestly, though, it's worth 20 bucks. But it's hard, though. Like, if you have a family of, like... yeah. Five. That's true, though. Like it everything just adds up, and it just it does add going. up. But also, you got to think about those wait times. Is your time worth that twenty dollars? And I know my time is definitely worth that twenty dollars. But it, we're not saying like you have to get it. But if you yeah. get a fast pass, you can still easily go to the kiosk and get a paper fast pass as well. Yeah, 
until they decide to get rid of it because it's inevitable. Like you're not. Yeah, I feel like I don't. I don't know how long those paper fast passes are going to go. Because Florida got rid of those years ago. Also, I know this is random, and we weren't really going to talk about it, but just if you listen to this, tweet us and let us know if you think Disneyland should also have magic bands. Because I personally I do. Be cool I want them. some dang magic bands in Disney. In Disneyland. Because I liked having it when I lived in Florida. It was so mm-hmm. nice just to boop with my arm and walk in. Like, didn't have to pull out my card. Didn't have to do nothing. Just scan my little wrist. Put my finger on the thing. I was good to go. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was more, way more convenient. It was super convenient. Yeah. But that's all right. I just use my phone now anyway. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe. But yeah, there's, um, going back to what we were talking about, there's five tiers. So on the, the, um, least busy day for one day, one park, it'll be 104 for 10 and older, um, 98 for ages three to nine. And then if you're- For a one day park hopper ages, um, 10 and up, it's 159. And for a child three to nine years old, it'll be one hundred fifty three dollars. And that's for if it's opera. the least busy day. Yeah, so. it has to be like probably like a Tuesday or something. Like, yeah, Tuesday be... after a holiday away from a payday. I don't know how they they do it. It's but... on the website. Like yeah. if you look at the calendar, it'll it's show tiered you. on there, so you'll be able to see. Um, and then pretty much after that, every tier goes, goes up, up. Every tier goes up ten. Well, tier two and tier three go up ten dollars, and then. Once you hit tier four, um, you do, it looks like it goes up $15. And then tier five is the most is the biggest tier. jump. And it goes up uh, $25. So tier four, so just if we just do adults or adults, which is really ages 10 plus. So tier two is 114 for one day. Tier three is 124 for one day. Tier four, 139. Tier five is one fifty four, um. So obviously the tier five and the tier three are going to be more expensive, which is going to be most of most of the year. I think. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how they're going to tier but it. But make sure before you go to the park, check to see which tier system they're on. You don't want to go thinking it's tier one, and, and it's you really end up paying one hundred fifty four dollars instead of one hundred. That would be an awful surprise. Yeah. So definitely. Um, if you're planning on going to Disneyland or Disney World, I suggest you download the My Disney app, which is, I think, Disney World, yeah. and then Disneyland app, which is Disneyland. Um, because on that app, you'll be able to, when you go through the prices or go to buy tickets, you'll be able to see the pricing map uh, or a calendar where it has the prices for all the days on the calendar. You can see wait times. It's way more convenient to have that than not to have it or to go through a website, too. So Check all that out. Man, Disney's getting expensive, but they know they're gonna get their money. They know they know I'm gonna keep paying. They know I'm gonna pay. Or you'll work there. Well, listen, Disney. Or either. Just saying. (laughs) If it gets too high, your boy's gonna be sitting over there applying for a job every five seconds. (laughs) Cause I can't imagine not going to Disney. I can't. No, I can't either. I want to be. In Batu, twenty four seven, and if I'm not in Batu, I'm thinking about going to Batu. I know you are. Anyway, 
it may behoove you to get a pass. That's all I'm going to say. But just really look into which one would suit you best. Yeah. Depending on how much you're actually going to go um, and uh, when you're going and how many people you're going with. Close it out. We're going to talk about Disney bounding. So what is the difference between Disney bounding and cosplaying? So at Disneyland, adults would like to dress up, but they're not allowed to dress up. So Disney allows them to Disney bound and to pay respect to the character through closeted, um, just casual clothes in your closet. Casual clothes or like... There's also, there's different types of That's Disney true. bounding. There's like the Star Wars bound, then you got the Dapper bound, which I love Dapper bound. Dapper Day Dapper is super bound. fun. It's fun. Dapper Day is fun. And then you have the Disney bound. Now, there's been a lot of discussion about when does Disney bounding go too far and then start becoming cosplay? Well, I've seen people wear wigs. If it's a wig that's a natural color, I don't see any harm in that. But if you're wearing like a pink wig, a yellow wig, blue wig, white wig, yeah, but I feel I, like that's a little. Too I could see that too, yeah. But like some people just wear those throughout the day, you know, like in their normal time. But you know, if it's too far, you know, if you go, ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it in the park wearing this, it might yeah. be a little too far. Now, um, um, with my experience in seeing it, if you could go to a convention in that outfit and not like if you are in full costume boots, yeah, if you are in a full <laughs> costume, I'm just saying, you know, when you're doing it, it's a little too much. We um went to Galaxy's Edge the first time. We saw a guy in a full-on orange flight suit. No, he was like legitimately in a flight suit. He was in a flight and, but, suit. Uh, and I get that. Okay, I get why they. I get that. It was the first time we went. It was opening weekend. Yeah. I get it. But that's no excuse for months and months, months down the line. Like last weekend, when there's a person walking around in a full Jedi cosplay because that was a hundred percent of cosplay because he could have easily been a part of the uh the rebel legion at a convention it was a full-on with the jedi boots he had they weren't regular pants which is the rule yeah they were actual like jedi pants off the full uh tunic and not one that they sell in the park. He had like a legit tunic with the lightsaber clipped to his waist. Like at some point, you got to know that you're pushing the limit. And if we push the limit too far, Disney ain't got no problem shutting it down. My mom, um, the first time we wore, we um, Disney bound as Han Solo in Lando Calrissian. And my mom said, oh, do you think they'll let you in the park? That's a bit I much. was worried and I was wearing sweatpants that looked <laughs> like his pants. They were literally joggers that had um, the the red, the red like, um, horizontal stripes. 
And I was like, ooh, maybe this is too much with the vest and the shirt. And then I had Lando's cape, but it was more like a capelet. And I was like, you know what? It was maybe a tiny capelet, It was too. a tiny little capelet. Because you're not allowed for um, the Halloween parties. You're not Adults especially are not allowed to wear capes. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be acceptable. But it was little. I wanted to keep it little because I felt like that would Yeah, it didn't even work. go towards the middle. Of her, it was like maybe mid-back. Max maybe maybe not even that maybe like right underneath shoulder but then we got to the park and there's people in full-on like costume costume i saw somebody in a gold um suit well that was dope though that was pretty cool that was gold suit i'm fine with because it's a suit like it's not like you're not in a costume you're in a suit if you're in a dress you get it like there's people who can do amazing bounds and they look like the characters but it's all within you're not breaking rules. You're not bending rules. You're just in the in the thing. And I know, just speaking Galaxy's Edge-wise, there's some absolute outstanding bounds. There's some people that kill it. Every time I see them go in the park with their bounds, it, they, they fit the universe. Now, the difference between wearing a Star Wars bound and then going too far is if you look like you work there, that's oh, yeah. a problem. If you're wearing the same exact clothes, like you've stitched yourself some pants to look like their pants and you're wearing boots, which that doesn't matter, but you're wearing something that's so close to where somebody thinks you're a cast member, that's a little too far. You're going too far. I know for like princesses, Disney Disney does it to protect like the children. They don't want children um, rolling up to an adult thinking they're Cinderella. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why they do it. So the little kids, so all the children and stuff don't get confused when they come yeah. to the park. Which is understandable. But in the the aspect of Galaxy's Edge, I'm all for, I, I want everyone. Honestly, I want, I would like for there to be days where everyone was in a, a Star Wars bound. That would That'd be, be cool. the coolest thing ever. That would seriously be the coolest thing ever. But just don't, please don't take it too far. Like they'll let you, um, they'll let you take a picture in your robe. You, you, but that's it. But that's it. Like you can, if you buy one of those robes. I know everyone's complaining about it, but if you buy one of those robes, they'll let you take pictures in the robes. There is no issue with taking a picture in the robe. Just don't walk. Just don't walk around with it and expect everything to be okay. Like they may not say anything, but if they do, don't be surprised. And then sometimes if security or whoever thinks you're going too far they won't let you oh they'll let you know they'll let you know really quick like hey yeah. this is a bit much but just just but remember this stop you, though, if you have to if you can't just buy like if you have to actually go and find a costume place to give you your shoes that's your you may be going a little too far it's supposed to be just casual so like for just a regular disney bound literally um my advice because i've done a i've done a pretty good amount of disney bounds i would say just find a character that you love and then find colors that complement maybe what the character was wearing or just different things different aspects Mm -hmm. and then for star wars bounds if you're trying to just look like a a batuan or fit in that universe it's a lot of earth and jewel tones um and then they make these cool bags. If you want to like have a whole, I've seen people walk around in holsters. Don't be that person. That's crazy. 
That's not crazy. I would love to do it. I just know that you get stopped. The, uh, the odds of me getting stopped are high. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so they they have cool things. Like they have bags that look like holsters that you can get that I've seen a lot of people have and they look super sick. They're probably one of the coolest additions to a bound. Um, or at least a Star Wars bound or a Batu bound, whatever you want to call it, that I've seen. Scarves are a big thing too. They wear hats too. Their hats are really cool. Yeah, their hats are really cool. But I would suggest you don't get a hat that looks exactly like their hat. Yeah, you don't want to get stopped. Because you don't want to get stopped. Um, but yeah, it's it's super simple. Usually it's like a collared shirt with the buttons open a little bit and sleeves rolled up and some like gloves. And then you just need some boots. Well, you don't really don't need boots. But if you wanted to go all out, you get some regular boots. You don't need to get costume boots or anything like that. And then some, usually it's brown, tannish pants. Yeah. You can go jewel tone too. Or earth and then, tone. Or, or, yeah, or earth tone. Mm-hmm. And then that leg holster thing is cool though. I'm just saying, it's if you want to cool. do it, get the leg holster thing. I still haven't purchased a freaking belt clip for my lightsaber, but... I want to get it because I really don't want to carry my lightsaber in the, uh, in the, um, I don't even know what to call it. The sling that you get when you build your lightsaber, um, when you build your lightsaber over in Sabi's. One, because I want to ride other rides and I don't want to get that thing, I don't want it to break. And also don't want to have to hold it between my legs all day. Yeah, that's for fun. And I would just <coughs> like to me. clip my lightsaber to my waist. And also, I like wearing my vest. So if it doesn't fit me wearing my vest, I'm probably not going to want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably he not going like to want to do it. Me I his, feel naked without my vest Dallas, now. He said scoundrel vest. I do. I feel naked without my vest. It just doesn't feel like Disney to me anymore. I need to have my pins and my vest. That's oh. weird. No. But anyway... I would like to have a day where we all meet up in in Star Wars Bounds and just hang out in Batu. There's also some other things that we were thinking about setting up that we'll probably talk about in a later podcast. Yeah. Because they're kind of like in the we're we're working out how to do it. But we got some cool things coming that we want to do as well. Also, um If you don't um, follow us, or if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook. Yes, that's true. You can find us on Instagram and uh-huh. Twitter. Yeah. Galaxy's Edge, the Galaxy's Edge, the Galaxy's Edge Scoundrels. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge Scoundrels on Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is GE Scoundrels. My bad. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. I don't know why. Maybe because it was too long or something. Yeah. Who knows? Oh yeah. But you could, long. if you looked up Galaxy's Edge Scoundrels, you could find us because. That's a weird name and no one else would have it. Yeah. But it works for us. us. And then um, I know we're rambling on, but. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys very much for listening. We appreciate it. We do appreciate it. Um, We like talking Star Wars. We would love to talk Star Wars and Galaxy's Edge and Disney. And Disney. Disney with anyone. Um, If you want to 
chat with us, feel free to message us. And, ask us questions. And talk to You'd us. Ask to us questions. Them. We'd love to answer questions or talk about things. For those of you who don't know, um, Francesca is like a super Disney nerd. Like, D- Francesca will pull out facts from Disney history on a daily basis that surprised me, which is pretty impressive. And then I, obviously, um, am super duper duper super duper obsessed with Star, Star Wars, Wars stuff. <laughs> I mean, we're both equally obsessed with everything, but like, if there's a Disney question, I'm gonna always refer. Or I'm gonna always defer to Francesca because I think I know Disney, but Francesca knows Disney. And if I don't know something about Star Wars, I'll ask Antonio because he knows so much. So, feel free to, like, talk to us. And if you're in the park when we're in the park, hit us, us up. We'll, we'll gladly hang out and, like, chat with you. It's it's fun for us just to meet new people and get some more theme park buddies, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what it's all about. It really is. It's all about having fun. At the end of the day, we all go to Disney so we can have fun. And I want to go to Galaxy's Edge so I can feel like... I'm in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and I can hug Chewie. And it not be weird. Yeah, it's not weird. It's not weird in Galaxy's Edge. No, it's totally normal. I straight up closed my eyes on the last time I hugged him. And I was like, ooh, this is kind of weird. But <laughs> I'm going to keep hugging him because he's a giant teddy bear. Anyways. Sidetracked. That pretty much wraps up everything for us today. Um, Please tune in next week. Yeah, definitely tune in next week. And then please uh, subscribe to our channel or subscribe to our our podcast and rate our podcast. Um, We're on um, so many. We're on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, to name a few. To name a few. We're on quite a bit. But if you go to um, anchor.fm and look up the Galaxy's Edge Scoundrels, there's links for all the different um, podcasting um, apps and websites that we're on. Please find the one that you lo- you like to listen to us on and, and rate and review us. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know how we can improve. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Um, and then... Uh, we also have um, a YouTube channel where we post random videos. We've only posted a couple, but yeah. we may add some We're more later. So yeah, thanks for listening and have a great week. Have a great week. Take care. Deuces. Bye.